Continue working on your file or open the file cityblocks buildings bmroof.max if you need to catch up. In the last movie, you created a commercial building that has multiple footprints. If you recall, I mentioned in passing the problem you may encounter when creating parapets. I said parapets may need a different textural color such as a metal flashing wrapping the top and inner parts. It doesn't look too awful using this particular concrete texture, but it could be much worse in other scenarios. Let's try it on this rectangular shape in the corner. Create a new building using the stone facade texture as a color map. Assign the corresponding reflection map and adjust real-world dimensions as you have learned to do. Remove cappings and add a new level for repetitive floors. Make the necessary adjustments and add a penthouse level and adjust it as well. Zoom in and consider the top of this building. You can see the parapet texture as it is already part of the penthouse color map. If you try to enable the level 1, level 2 bevel options, you will get a parapet, but the texturing leaves a lot to be desired. This is because unlike the concrete texture before, the penthouse texture has quite a bit more color information. Even window frames and glazing are being mapped from top, and this doesn't look good, especially if the building is viewed from a higher vantage point. Instead, and in case like this, it is best to treat that upper part separately, by separating that parapet part from the penthouse volume. To do that, bring down the height multiplier value until the parapet disappears. Next, you need a separate level for the parapet, but you still want it to use the same image as the penthouse. Instead of adding a new level the traditional way, select the penthouse level and copy it. This adds a new level above the penthouse that shares the same specs from image selection to all other associated properties. This means you can now select the new element and adjust the Z position of the image and the height multiplier to isolate the parapet. You can make other adjustments as well, such as protruding it a bit, maybe by 0.3 meters. In that case, you would need to cap the start to prevent any holes between the penthouse element and the roof. The start cap will exhibit the same mapping problems as the top of the parapet earlier. Chances are they would be less visible though. An alternative would be to create a thin flat slab mapped with a simple color which you can sample from the surroundings. To create the metal flashing that wraps around the top, Add a new element at the same elevation as the parapet. 
Instead of fiddling with parameters, copy the properties of the pair path. This way, you ensure all values are based on the same starting point. Clear the maps, as you'll only need a diffuse color, which you will set in a moment. Set the starting width to zero to create an offset and a width base for the parapet. Enable level one and set the outline to a value equal to the protrusion of the parapet. Earlier, you said the parapet starts with 0.3 meters and the current elements start with 0 meters. In this case, set the level one outline value to 0.3 meters. Assign a diffuse color sampled from the surroundings. If you want a wider parapet, you can play with the start width and level 1 outline values to suit your needs. Here, I'll settle for minus 0.2 meters and 0.5 meters respectively. You still need to add a gravel surface. Use add new element to that effect. Either adjust its parameters manually, or use the Copy Building Element Properties button to sample an already existing volume. Note that you can sample volumes from other buildings as well. Finally, let's revisit the Replace command. Earlier you used it to replace one footprint with another. That was handy when you needed to turn a circular mechanical room into a rectangular one. An additional functionality can be used to force all levels and all elements to use a single footprint. In this case, the new building you created is using a single rectangular footprint. Select any part of that building and enable Replace All References. Next, click the Replace button and choose another footprint in the scene, such as this one over here. Not only is the building using the new footprint, but it is actually relocated to match the new footprint's location. In the next movie, you'll learn how to bake the buildings into self-contained editable polys and export them to create building libraries. In the meanwhile, you can go ahead and practice the creation of more buildings using the techniques you've learned. For example, use these multiple footprints to create an imposing high-rise. This one is influenced by Square Victoria Building, the tallest building in Montreal. Start up simple by using the methods you have already learned about. Make use of the Copy button to set up base element properties and then adjust them as needed to add more levels and elements. Try experimenting with all the tools Building Maker has to offer, such as copying levels, 
and relocating them to their rightful place in the hierarchy. Remember to disable effect upper floors where needed, such as with the corner pillars. Save your file and move to the next movie to learn about baked buildings and building libraries.